Good morning, everybody, and Shavua Tov. Welcome back from a beautiful, gorgeous Shabbat. I'm sure we all ingested the Shabbat and put it into our neshama. That's the idea. Put it into our souls, put it into our minds. Our souls and our minds, that's together. And thereby, we are not the same person anymore. It's not the same people anymore. We went through the, we, we, we traversed through the Shabbat, through the holiness of Shabbat, through the Torah of Shabbat, through the, through the shul, which we had Shabbat, and the meals and the family and everything. We, we went through it. And it's still on us. It's still on our being. It's on our souls. So it's going to, it's going to be with us the whole week long. But we have to put that in our minds that it's it's a reality. Shabbat is real, and we're going to get out there today. And certainly, it's a beautiful day out there. So let's take ten deep breaths of fresh air. Ah, it's not regular fresh air. It's fresh air with the with us that have passed through another Shabbat. We're not the same. We're a person that's passed through another Shabbat. What a gift. We have to know, we have to un- unwrap that, unwrap that gift. We have to know what we are, know who we are, know what we can do. With, now we know what we are. We could, what, what we could do with it is unlimited. We had Tzedem and Okim. It's unlimited with another Shabbat. So we are now uh, Hashem. We're living with the Parashat HaShavuah, certainly. That's how we live. That's how a Jew lives. We live with the Parashat HaShavuah. Hashem is talking to us. Through the Parashat HaShavuah, we talk to Hashem when we pray, and He talks to us in our, in our learning. And Parashat HaShavuah is also learning. When you learn the Parashat, you see Hashem is talking to us directly, no question about that. You learn Torah, Gemara, Mishnayot, whatever you're learning, Hashem is talking to us. And we talk back when we pray to Hashem. We talk back to Hashem. That's the idea. It's a two-way street. So now, <clears throat> HaGadosh Baruch Hu is turning the page, the page from Sefer Bereshit, now the Sefer Shemot. Now Sefer Bereshit, we never finished, ever, never ever finished Sefer Bereshit. It's, it's delicious. Go back to it, chew on it. It's delicious. No, no end to, 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 um, Abraham, Isaac, Yaakov, and all the, the, uh, the Shevatim and the Imahot, Sarah, Rivka, Rachel, Leah. There's no end to them. And the more you study them, the more you see, the more there's no end to seeing what's inside of them. Because they're there for us. And the Torah is dissecting them for us. For us to learn and to live and to be great Jews. By, by emulating these great, great people. What a beracha that Hashem has given that to us in His Torah. Torah, holy Torah. So now, the Ruach Hashem merachevet up in our mind, and the Spirit of Hashem is hovering over the face of the earth, and it's continuing to hover, and now it's going to hover and land on the greatest man that ever lived, Moshe Rabbeinu, Moshe, that brought down the Torah, Torah Sivalana Moshe, Morasha Kehilat Yaakov, Moshe Rabbeinu has... We have to we have to see what Torah has to say about him because there's no end. But right away, you see, right in the beginning, it says, Oh, Moshe was living in the palace, living the high life of Riley. He was living in the palace. They were feeding him grapes by hand. He was living at the at the at the foot of the Bacha, the, the the queen of Egypt. She saved him and she put him in the palace. And even Paro loved him like crazy. So he was he had everything going for him, everything going for him, and 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 now. Now he does something very dangerous, something calculated. It has to be very calculated. How he did this, only Moshe Rabbeinu could do something like this. He sees, he realizes, he found, he found information that he's Jewish. He was, he was these, these people that are being oppressed and being manhandled and beaten. He realized that his family, that's his brothers, the Jewish people. And he saw... He saw them being, he saw a, 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 an Egyptian beating up on a Jew. And he went out. He went out to his brothers. He left the palace. Can you imagine? He left, once he closed that door, there was no going back. 
He was not going back. And he didn't go back for years and years and years. Some say, you know, 40 years, 50 years. He never went back. He wasn't able to go back. He was being hunted down like a dog after that. Paro wanted to kill him. He killed an Egyptian. Paro wanted to kill him too. So he was, he was a rebel. And, and he was being honed to become the next Paro, the, the next king of Egypt. But no, he decided to leave everything. The key word is Echav, his brothers. He realized there's a, there's a loyalty there's a loyalty here that he developed from his his great uh, his great parents and grandparents, great from from Yaakov Avinu loyalty, Abraham Avinu loyalty, and Moshe Rabbeinu had that loyalty. I'd say Echav, Echav is a very key word. His brothers, and that's how we got to feel, my friends. With our brothers, our brother Jewish, a Jewish nation. They're our brothers. Loyalty, care for them, feel for them, help them. Moshe did that. He went out and he smacked the Egyptian and killed him one shot, one punch. He had a big fat punch. And, 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 when he went out there, he knew he was never coming back, and he lost everything in the palace. He was no longer the prince of Egypt. He's not the prince anymore. He's the dog that they're chasing down. Ooh, and that's what we're learning from Moshe Ben. We're seeing what he did, what he's able to do with, it, with his, with his um, um, priorities up straight, what's important. Important is to, 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 serve, to serve Hashem and to help his brothers and people. And whatever's going to happen to him, that really was secondary. And it turned out, of course, everything turned out for the best all the way around. And how he was able to get to that state, to get to that state, he would look with his eyes and his mind. He saw the plight going on and he studied it with his eyes and with his mind. And he made it his plight. He made it his suffering. He saw people suffering. He said, that's me suffering, my friends. We see our brothers out there, brothers and sisters out there, and they're suffering whatever problems they have. Everybody has problems. But we have to try to incorporate it into ourselves that it's our problem. It's not their problem. It's our problem. Whatever we can do to help, that is what Hashem wants us to do. We help another Jew. We're, we're, we're actually we're helping Hashem. Hashem Jews, Jewish people are being manifested in Hashem himself. And that's what he's looking for. So Moshe Rabbeinu is giving us these models. And there's no end to the models of Moshe Rabbeinu, the greatest man that ever lived. He, he put it, he put their, their oppression in his mind. And he went and he did something about it. Have a great day today and every day. Bye.